today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. It all started with a sentimental toy rabbit and a ride in the Lancaster. Now it's become a uh, viral recovery story, and it's quite the story. Uh, Let's bring in Jim McGinnis and uh, get to the bottom of it all. Jim, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. No problem, Scott. Thanks for for taking an interest. It seems to have uh, grown grown wings or grown uh, feet, this one. And where are you talking to us from? I'm at, a, at uh, Joint Forces Command Headquarters at a place called Northwood, which is uh, just to the north of London. So tell us about the bunny. Give us the story. What happened? Well, basically, Bunny has been a, a member of our family for, well, 25 and a half years or so. Our daughter, Victoria, I call her Tours, and I'll probably alternate between Victoria and Tours in this conversation, got her as, at about six months old. And as Tours was growing up, um, she would sort of lend her to me, and I would take her flying. I flew, I uh, flew f- uh, fast jets and helicopters as a navigator in the Royal Air Force. Mm-hmm. So Bun or Bunny went flying in Buccaneers with me. She's been flying in, in <laughs> helicopters, and she's been on every family holiday uh, from tours. Was, was was very very small. We we tended to go to we like city breaks. So she's been to um, Berlin, Paris, Amsterdam, Rome, London, uh, New York. Boston. Nice. And Toronto now. Mm-hmm. And the big thing about Bunny was I deployed to Afghanistan back in 2009. And tours would have been about 15, 16 then. And she, uh, without telling me, put her in my kit bag. So I rocked up at, at Kandahar after a sort of, you know, a two-day journey, you know, miserable, fed up, in my room, opened up the bag, bang, Bunny appeared. Oh, wow. And I've got to say, there was a lot of dust in there at that time. It was very, very emotional. And since then, Tours has uh, has had her. She, you know, I think big, big things in her life. First day at school, doing her exams. When she moved to London to university, and then when she moved to Toronto back in 2017, she brought Bunny with her. And you know, whenever I go across the sea, went across the sea, Tours. Oh, Bunny would always come out. You know, there's Bun. You know, just a, a big family <laughs> uh, pet, a big family tradition. So let's go ahead. Go on. No, no, no. Whenever I went to, to Hamilton. Um, to fly in the Lancaster on the, on the 9th of November, uh, Tours drove me there in a, in a rental car, and when we got there, she said, look, look, he's come to go, to go flying with you, and she had to be bunny. <laughs> and how, wow, old is Vic- delightful. how old is Victoria now? Victoria's 26. 26. <laughs> so, so she's still got, she's still got bunny, still got her, got her, got her favorite cuddly toy. From good for her, her, good for her. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you land in Hamilton, you're going to go for a ride in the Lancaster, what happens? Well... Basically, I, I, I took Bunny on board because she'd been flying with me before. You know, we were, we were sort of old, uh, old teammates. Um, I, I put her in my pocket, got onto the aircraft, and uh, where I was situated, I was at the back. There's about four or five passenger seats, and I was at the back, and I just happened to be under the middle, mid-upper turret. Um, whenever we got airborne, wheels in the well, as it were, and climbing away, the flight engineer were inviting people up to the front. And I thought, well, I'm going to take my turn to go up here. So... My first squadron in the Royal Air Force was 12 Bomber Squadron, and during the Second World War, it was the Lancaster Squadron, and I got to know some of the old and bold who flew Lancasters. Hmm. And we got friendly with, with an old guy, um, or two old guys, in fact, Walter Raycraft, who was a, was a wireless operator, and a guy called Jimmy Wheels, not the Jimmy Wheels of Wiki fame, but uh, another Jimmy Wheels, who was a mid-upper gunner. And I thought I'd take this opportunity to see what, what, what Jimmy experienced. So I stood up in the turret and I thought, that'd be a great photograph for, you know, to have Bunny sitting in the, in, in the turret. So I put her between the two guns, took her in my pocket, put her between the two guns, took a photograph, was just looking down at my camera, up at my phone. Aircraft banked slightly and I heard this pop and I looked and it was the, 
biggest oh dear oh heck <laughs> and other words moment of my life there was not but there's nothing i could do no you're listening to the scott thompson show podcast on 900 chml i've seen it in a helicopter um i was an av instructor and uh, a wessex helicopter is unpressurized as well and as a strange aircraft you climb through the windows to get into the the the, the, the front crew seats and the first thing I said to my students was, if you've got the window cranked slightly open to let air in, hang on to your maps because yeah. the map will be sucked out. <laughs> yeah. But in a helicopter, if you know what happens, you can, you can orbit around it, watch where it lands, land in the field beside it and pick it up. <laughs> but in Lancaster, 2,000 feet, 165 knots, you ain't going to do anything except just try and work out how on earth you're going to tell your daughter when you land. How did you explain this to Victoria? It was it was the worst moment of my life. We got out of the aircraft, and the, uh, the crew entry exit is, is at the rear near near the, the the stabilizer. And Victoria came running across and went, "How was that?" And then just looked at me and went, "What's wrong?" <laughs> I said, "Look, we need to go and talk." Uh oh. And I just took it to one side and I said, "Look, we have lost Bunny." And she took it very well. She was very sanguine about it, but <laughs> you could see those tears in her eyes. You could see she was upset. And for me, it was just dreadful. It was it was it genuinely was probably the worst moment of my life. So how do you get from there to locating this thing on a roof in Burlington? Well, you see, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a Luddite, but I'm not, I'm not a sort of, a, a, you know, sort of a, a techno child, as it were. And as we were talking, we, there was a little cafeteria. So we, we had, a, we had a, like a debrief with the crew of the Lancaster and the other people. You know, it was fantastic. So I said to the tours, let's go and have a cup of tea. And uh, she, I said, look, I've taken these photographs. And she said, you do realize the photographs are geotagged. And I went, are they? I didn't know. So she showed me how to work out where ah. on the Google Maps that the photographs were taken. So when you took so the picture, you made a geographical... Um, it, it happened automatically. I, yeah. I didn't know. I, to, to be honest with you, no, I do know. I'm sort of, you know, coming up more up with the, uh, up with the youth, as they say. Yeah. But then I had no idea. So basically, we were driving back, and Tor said, look, that's in a place called Panning Road, which is just to the north of, of uh, Aldershot. So I said, yeah, let's go, let's, let's go and have a look. And we went... And the ironic thing was that we actually stopped and turned outside the, the Woodlands care home because that's where that photograph was taken, only mm. 2,000 feet above. So st- after that, Victoria said, oh, I, I, there's a Facebook group, I think, for Lost and Found. So she joined the, the Hamilton Lost and Found group. And Scott, it just mushroomed from there. I was, I was sort of, you know, old school. I said, yeah, if you put it on there, maybe one person will read it and you're not going to get any response. The response after that was absolutely phenomenal. It was it was out of this world. I mean, it's a cliche about Canadians being really, really nice people. And I've been to see Come From Away twice in Toronto, and I know how nice Canadians <laughs> can be in circumstances like that. Now, I'm not saying anything like 9-11, but yes. you know, we got so many replies, so many, I think it was about 1,400, 1,500 people actually looked at, the, at the, the, um, the Facebook page, contacted their friends. We had people um, contacting Tours. Tours set up this... Uh, uh, off the top of her head, she set up an a, um, email address, findbunny2019. So everybody was contacting that. But people saying, you know, it could be here, it could be there. Then the press got involved, the radio got involved. And what had happened was uh, Rob and Kevin, who were um, the HBCA, is that the right word? Yeah, yeah the HVAC HBCA workers, yeah. Yeah, HVAC workers, that's right, yeah. Uh, were on the, at the, the Woodlands home on Monday, and they were doing some maintenance on the roof. And Bunny was just sitting there. So did they know the story when they saw the bunny? Did they realize yes. where it, that, oh, that's the bunny out of the Lancaster? 
That's exactly what one of them said. I'm not sure it was Rob or Kevin. Basically said, that's, that's the Lancaster bunny. <laughs> so they took a selfie of it and went down to speak to Pat, who's the uh, facility administrator. And she checked on, uh, online with some of the, uh, the, the, the media um, pictures and said, yep, that's bunny. And emailed tours uh, to the Find Bunny 2019 email address and said, look, we've got your bunny. And what was, was what was her reaction when she found, uh, found out it was found? Oh, I, 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 there's a term in, in, in the UK, I'm not sure if you've got in Canada, gobsmacked. She uh, just couldn't say a word. She just was stunned. And the next thing she did, bless her, was to, was to ring me. I was back in Northern Ireland over the weekend, and um, I wasn't looking at my emails. And she rang me and said, quickly, look at your email. And I thought, oh, something positive has happened here. And as she said herself, when, she, when I opened the email, it was the biggest sigh of relief she'd ever heard. I was just so <laughs> relieved. It was, it, was, it, was, it was like a weight off my mind, definitely. Oh, my. Every father can totally identify with that, I can tell you, whether it's a bunny or anything else for that matter. So how do you reunite the bunny with Victoria? Well, Tours is going to, um, she can't get time off work. She she's working, works in Toronto, but she's driving out on Saturday to, to Woodlands. Uh, for, uh, for a reunion with Bunny and hopefully she's going to meet up with Rob and Kevin and possibly Pat to, to thank them personally for, 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 for finding it. You know, I, as, as one of the guys said themselves, one of, one of the HVAC workers said themselves, it was so lucky where it ended up because you know, a couple of dozen metres either side, you're in woodlands, you're in ravines, yeah. you're down gullies. And where they found it, the, the picture that they, they sent tours, Bunny was just sitting there on the roof, upright. As if he was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it was just one of those amazing things. And the coincidence of the fact that we had actually been there and we, we turned in the driveway. Now, we wouldn't have seen it because it's a fairly big building. It's yeah. very tall. But the fact we were so close on that, that first day, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And, so, you know, everybody who's gone, sorry. So how does Victoria feel about Bunny now? Well, I mean, this was meant to be. This is destiny. Well, well, it seems to be. You know, in, in hindsight, in hi- 2020 hindsight is, is, is a wonderful thing. Yes, it was, but I, I'm a pragmatist, and I did not think that Bunny would be found you know, sort of this side of Christmas, this side of the summer. I just, yeah. It was just one of those things. But Tours is, is delighted. She's, she's, she's over the moon. Um, she's coming back uh, to the UK in January. She's bringing Bunny with her, but she's told me, I am only allowed supervised visits. I will not be allowed to have money on my own in future in case I do something father-like and unusual oh, again. Oh, man, which, which, that, which, is, which, that is hilarious. Well, no way will I do it. I mean, I, I, it, she will not be out of my sight. So are, are you surprised the attention this story has, uh, has uh, generated? I, I am. I mean, I, like, like I say, I, I, I'm not a Luddite, but, you know, and in the words of the, of, of the monkeys, and I think some of your younger listeners may have to Google who the monkeys were, I'm a believer. <laughs> the, 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 the power of social media and the power of you guys and the power of the, of the print media has been fantastic. And the response, people just seem to have taken it to their hearts, whether it's because, you know, Bunny's so old, it's whether the fact she, you know, she, she's been to Afghanistan, whether the fact she's flown a military aircraft, I, I, I don't know. But it's just, it's just struck a chord. And people have been so, so really, really nice. You know, those who are offering advice, some people have actually sent tours, um, uh, replacement bunnies. Replacement. Replacement bunny. But, you know, <laughs> just, just to say, look, there, there, there's something, you know, we, we, we feel what, what's happened to you. What and, a tremendous uh, story. Uh, Jim, oh, thank oh, you so much. Thank you so much for sharing the story. Uh, we're so happy that Bunny and Victoria are back together again. Good luck. 
Absolutely. Thanks very much, Scott. That, that, and thanks, and thanks to, the, to the people of, of Ontario for, for, for their help. Jim uh, McGuinness has been with us, came in to fly on the Lancaster, took Bunny, and Bunny fell out. But Bunny has been recovered thanks to a couple of HVAC workers. What an incredible story. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.